Hello and welcome to We Got a Podcast, a podcast about Dragon Ball from A to Z, from Earth to Namek to Sadala. We cover it all. My name is Randy. And I'm right there under the ring, <clears throat> Ken. <laughs> and I'm the victory of goddess, Doug. Ooh, I like this. All on theme. <laughs> We're the world's strongest under the heavens trio de dangers here every other week to talk your ear off about fights, goofs, and everything else in the Dragon Ball cosmos. What is new, guys? How are you? Uh, <laughs> Doug, how are you doing? Fantastic. Just saw the Mario movie again for the second time because I had movie pass. Uh, okay. So I'll say, yeah, I'll go, I'll go watch that again. I watched John Wick and then Mario right after. It's, it's such a pleasant movie. It's not a fantastic movie by any means, like by movie standards, but as kids love it, it's safe. It's nice. It's comforting. It's, it's a good time. Right. And all, oh, man, yeah, the action I scenes are amazing. Just all the action scenes, like the, cause the, 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 the draw, the, the animation itself is a 10 out of 10. Everything else is pretty mm. mid, but the, um, the Illumination did a great job in, like, bringing it to life. So, yeah. Oh, heck yeah. We have to talk about that Mario movie. So I'm glad that you brought oh, yeah. it up. Because, yeah, I thought it was perfectly serviceable children's movie. Yeah. And it's nice to, I don't know, see Mario be on the big screen. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, Ken, what's new with you? Well, I haven't seen Mario. Uh, okay. I haven't <gasps> seen it in about a week. Uh, and then, but I have been watching the Daniel Craig Bond films. Oh. Uh, I'm, I oh. just watched Skyfall, which is the third one, last night. Uh, mm-hmm. To me, James Bond is like the cringiest possible character that has been in like the long history of cinema. Like it's just womanizing and chauvinistic. It's really, it's <laughs> yeah. hard to watch those Even movies. The Daniel They're Craig so ones? gross. No, the Daniel Craig ones aren't. Like, uh-huh. yeah, it's very, they're very sex positive. We'll say that. Mm. But I wouldn't say they are bad in the way that like the Pierce Brosnan ones were. So right. Anyways, mm. I'm three movies in out of five movies. Big thumbs up nice heck yeah i can never get through those movies they were just too boring to me or just never in the right mood to watch them but i always wanted to give them another chance i feel like i see that pattern in myself a lot where i'm just like that's not doing it this this widely loved movie is not doing it for me i'm not trying to be a hipster i it just just didn't it takes a lot for me to really appreciate a movie I i get it because the only reason i'm even watching these is because i love daniel craig in in knives out and glass onion yes. he's so yes. good in those movies i love and those like, movies let me give this guy's bond a chance i'll check it out <laughs> he's not like that at all <laughs> but i mean yeah same no, same guy it's so. yeah he's got a cute smile have you seen logan lucky no Ooh, you should see that that's a great movie great daniel craig a plus uh i will say i've never seen a bond movie from start to finish so okay yeah you're on the same weird. boat as i am then randy <laughs> I think I tried Tomorrow Never Dies, one of the Pierce, Pierce Brosnan ones, but I I don't think it clicked. Should I, would it be weird if I started with Daniel Craig? No, because it's a reboot. Okay. So yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, that's basically what I'm doing. Because I got like it's 20 a, minutes in GoldenEye. Yeah. And no, yeah. You can start with yeah, Casino one, Royale yeah. and you'll be good. Yeah. Okay. I always forget Maybe which I'll... one is first. So I'm like, yeah, let me, let me watch, let me start watching these again. I forget, like, for, just because there's no, like, one, two, and three. It's just, like, the names. I'm like, oh, which yeah. one? I don't want to bother with that. And I just give up. And then watch <laughs> Community and for a million times. Time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can memorize Dragon Ball Z movie numbers like nobody's business, but then, yeah, it's like, that's oh, all, man. Top of my James head. Bond? What? <laughs> movie seven was my first. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, what else is this here, Ken? You're biding time until something. Yeah, I'm not playing like anything right now. So I beat Metroid Prime, mm. 10 out of 10, 11 Congrats. out of 10 game. Yeah. Nice, nice. Uh, and, but I'm not starting anything new right now because I don't mm. want to get deep into any game because <laughs> Breath of the Wild 2 is about to come out. Or Tears of the Kingdom, as the kids are calling later. it these days. <laughs> the kids. Yeah. You mean uh, Nintendo? <laughs> 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 I've been avoiding trailers for a while. There's no avoiding like 
people talking about the trailers, but right. seeing it versus hearing about it is a different. So because you said that uh, in our group chat, I, I, I saw you. You said that as like this is one reason why you shouldn't watch the trailers. That got me thinking in my head. Oh yeah, I don't want to see trailers either. So I took your advice and didn't. Even though I got yeah. so excited for it. <laughs> yeah, I did not watch it either because I'm like, well, I already pre-ordered it and I'm already excited. They've already got I was, me. I was waiting for like a good pre-order item to come out to to buy it, and then they Walmart released like this gold scroll. But like I was like twenty minutes too late. As soon as I found out about it, already sold out. Mm. They only made like five thousand of them. I can't. That, that, that must have been gone in like a second if it was worldwide, not not per store or something. But I don't know. But then they released like the black scroll, which okay, I'll, I'll get that. But it's it'll be a constant reminder if I haven't hung up that I missed the gold variant. But right, you know, pick your wow. battles. It's either that or that lame looking wooden thing from GameStop. No offense to those who got that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not my style. <laughs> Even though Doug is putting you on blast, he thinks that you're exactly. lame. Yes. Displays everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so before I had talked about my cool. excitement for... Yeah. I had talked about my excitement for Resident Evil 4 Remake, and I had beaten it once, and then over the course of like a week and a half, I beat it a second time, and then a day later, I beat it a third time. <laughs> nice. I love it. Of course and you I had would. And I unlocked some, some great weapons. So I was like, well, let's see how fast I can get through this. So Yeah, once you get the hand cannon, it's pretty... Move through pretty quickly. Infinite ammo hand cannon, and then yeah. halfway through, infinite ammo rocket launcher. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Nice. And I also had the infinite durability knife, so it was good. Dang. It was good if times. I was wearing a bandana, I would point at it and look at <laughs> the camera ammo. and say, infinite. <laughs> <laughs> Our audiences oh, don't know. Snake. Just, just you can do that still. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I've been re-watching Dragon Ball Super just, just for fun. Uh, you know, it's in the rearview mirror. I'm no longer looking forward to every episode. Like, what new cool thing is going to happen? Or, oh, I hope this badass right. thing happens. Or, it's not a crap episode. Now I can just be like, well, you know, just rewatch and see how it is on an episode to episode basis. And I'm having fun. I started the Resurrection F stuff yesterday, this morning. I can't remember. I was about but, to explain to the listeners that I was shaking my head, but I realized they probably are too. <laughs> <laughs> I almost did a spit take. I took a I took a sip of my drink and then almost spit take when you said I'm rewatching Dragon Ball Super. I'm like, oh my god. I mean, I, come on, it's just an anime. God, like, it's like you you're a Dragon Ball an... fan or something. Jesus, get out of here. I know it's disgusting. You well, don't just get on here to rant feel... about it. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, I picked up the Japanese language Sonic X anime from Discotech, and I've been watching that. Oh, <laughs> if that's any better? It's Roughly the same <laughs> to uh, me. This quality, right, I suppose right my head. Super. What is the Sonic X one? Is that the one where he's like long legs and he's there's like a, a Kingdom Hearts Sora character as the main character? Yeah, the Sora. Yeah, gotcha. That's, yeah. That's a, yeah. Randy's yeah. gonna be like, "What are you so, talking about?" But Ken's like, "I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about." I he didn't looks know the like long Sora. legs, but the Sora kid, yeah, for sure. So he's not a tall. Uh, he's classic Sonic, or is he new Sonic? No, he's adventure style Sonic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this aired in 2003 and was actually the first thing I ever torrented. Like, I was getting these episodes oh, on a weekly allegedly, basis. Please, allegedly. Allegedly. Hey, allegedly. you're fi- finally paying for it then. All right. I mean, I bought the English language one two years ago when they put that out. And I'm like, I never watched this. The, right. The so you bought the Japanese one because of the guilt. I gotcha. I'm on the same page. No, because I actually wanted to watch it because when I was <laughs> allegedly obtaining it, uh, somebody was subtitling up. Up to episode four, and then after that, nothing. So then mm. I just watched it raw. Right. <laughs> I'm like, well, I love Sonic. I gotta watch this, even <laughs> though I don't understand what anybody's saying. Was a Sonic voice actor anything anyone familiar that you'd recognize from other anime? Junichi Kanemaru, who's just been being Sonic in Japan since oh, like okay. the old days. So cool. It's just yeah, just him. So it's uh, a good time, 
And it's, I don't know, it's fun to finally watch it and understand what people are saying. Even though it was very easy to understand what's going on. It's like, okay. You the same with Dragon Ball at a certain point. exactly. Anyway. Speaking of Dragon Ball. Speaking of Dragon Ball. (laughs) I gotcha. uh, and, And episodes. We're doing a fun episode here which we've done before which is we talk about kind of our go-to episodes of the anime that we when we feel the need to watch something we'll put on this episode it's uh, something we like i had said episode 120 of z which is where trunk shows up and kicks freezes butt doug you had said that it's the episode where vegeta beats the crap out of raccoon yes yep and now that ken is here it only felt right that he gets to say his episode of his go-to's so we're doing which one is it ken this is dragon ball z episode 179 lose or die goku a secret turnabout plan Ooh. Ooh. and so so people know what uh what happens in this uh like what when is this episode 179 this is Goku versus Cell, and then Goku mm. does his teleportation kamehameha that he gets in all the video games, and <laughs> hell yeah, dude. Everyone hell loves it for, yeah. yeah, right dab in the middle of the Cell games, just like the meat <laughs> of the action, the AMV creator's dream episode. Yeah. Yeah, mm. Doug, as I was, I was re-watching the episode today, <laughs> and I was thinking, like, I gotta ask Doug, like, how bad do AMV artists, like... <laughs> Pull from this episode. It is every fight, every fight scene in this episode has. I can I can point to you an AMV that has used it, including my own. It is that good looking. Yeah, it's that, but there's also a rhythm to the fighting. That, that is the just, thing. It, it almost feels musical. It watching does, it. doesn't it? Though, like I've never been so engaged watching five black lines go through the screen, like in like a pattern with like smoke <laughs> yeah. appearing out. Like ah, oh, beautiful episode, beautiful, right? Really gripping. I can see why it's a go-to for Ken. Mm-hmm. Uh, so giving some background info, some basic info here. This episode aired March 31st, 1993. And we found that the most recent manga chapter, which went on sale March 30th, is chapter 416. Kamehameha versus Kamehameha, a final showdown, which wow. is when Cell actually dies. So this is running it pretty close. It's got to be wild to like grow up. Uh, in japan as a kid and like reading the manga and watching the anime at the same time like what i wonder wonder what that must have been like you know that's a perspective we'll never get i looked it up to see when these chapters of the manga episode 400 and 401 400 being death defeat or death and 401 being a full power kamehameha and uh when those came out just to see like okay how much time between air and these come out so 401 was december 1st 1992 so it was basically just like four months away you had the anime adaptation of, of that chapter that's which, so crazy because when you think about like one piece where one piece mm-hmm. is at they are still <laughs> like half a year or more behind where the manga is i mean oh. i think they're still in wano in the anime mm-hmm. and the manga has been out of wano for quite a while now wow so yeah. they gave themselves so they, a lot of time to to breathe basically which is good the the manga oh well, no, i was gonna say the manga artist doesn't have to rush but i'm sure they feel rushed regardless because they're not thinking about the anime anyway right right yeah but for the anime team like you know you've got to be coming up with what are we gonna do yeah you know since we're running out of stuff to adapt so yeah i mean that's why right after this i suppose we've got the afterlife tournament because yeah i mean i was gonna close. say speaking of filler like this episode does have some egregious padding in it like cutting to ztv for like a minute it feels like like hanging on the on the billboard on the on like the sign of ztv on top of the building just like panning through it for like 30 seconds i'm like okay there's action we want to get back to and then it cuts
that's another 30, 30 seconds or a minute of just like some dude talking on the TV with Karens that are like, why is there only smoke on the TV? What are you guys doing over there? <laughs> As yeah. usual, Doug, that's the stuff I like. That's the stuff <laughs> you like? <laughs> because... I like to see what's going on. Like, what is the the average Joe in the dragon world? How is he reacting to this? Yes, no, I do too. But I'm just saying this. This is egregious. Like how long they they hold on it. It's that's the only problem. I do like that, but it's they just do. like it's just too, a little but too it's long. Also beautifully drawn <laughs> that I could just look at whatever yes. they well, opted to show me, and just I'll be like, two yes. dudes on the phone, like just talking. I, I was mesmerized <laughs> by how good they look. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Speaking of visuals, it's a great thing to, to jump on to. Uh, animation supervisor for this episode is Keisuke Masunaga. Uh, other key animators, this is all studio cockpit stuff. So Keisuke Masunaga, Yoshihiko Umakoshi, Tatsufumi Tamamura, Isao Sugimoto, Hideyoshi Takahashi, and Masaaki Iwane. And we said before, chapters 400 and 401 for the manga. And just to make sure everybody's on the same page we've got an episode synopsis here and there's a threat i think from ken written here of how we need to read it and i feel like he is the one that should do it because i think he's probably the the most qualified for context the threat i wrote in here is read this like kyle bear's narrator voice or you're a coward (laughs) (laughs) let's hear it ken let's hear you not be a coward an even battle unfolds as Goku and Cell battle at full power. Satan and company are puzzled as the two move too fast to be seen. Saying that the out-of-bounds loss rule is already meaningless, Cell blows the arena away. A tremendous battle then begins with the land itself as their arena. And then, as it looks as if Goku is going to fire a full-power Kamehameha at the Earth, he teleports right in front of Cell. The Kamehameha lands a direct hit on Cell. <laughs> oh, shit! You're so good at that. What the hell? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> just got that in your back pocket just for this certain occasion. One of my friends... So, okay, so when I watched this episode, I watched it... Last night, I watched it dubbed. Mm-hmm. And we'll get into the, why I did that. And then tonight, I watched it before recording. I watched it in Japanese. And one of my friends, my best friend, he watched, he watched this episode so many times like I did. Mm-hmm. And he could recite the entire Kyle A. Bear recap of the previous episode from oh, this really? one. <laughs> and he can still do it from heart. Oh, my Whoa. God. Why is are that you because like the, the episode wouldn't load all the way? <laughs> yeah. And it's just like <laughs> all he would listen to is that intro and that's it. I'd. I don't know why he learned it, but he did. <laughs> it's a party trick. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll be at that party. Ken, I want to ask as an overview, because we all, we some of us, I assume, I'm not sure if Doug took notes. Some of us took notes <laughs> about the episode that we could talk about from beginnings. Doug's got it all in his mind. I'm doing, I'm, his, I'm doing his, the cell, putting to my nucleus. That's true. Here, right in your mind palace, where you keep all of your... <laughs> And we can talk about that nucleus a little bit at the end of this. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) We'll go through and we'll talk about it blow by blow. But as an overview, Ken, why is this your go-to episode? Uh, So I'm just going to put a blanket allegedly on everything I'm about to say. Sure, allegedly. Um, Yeah, but for the longest time, you know, back in the day when you had 56K modem, (laughs) you could only download so much anime. And the anime that you did have, you cherished, allegedly. You cherished each episode you had. And this was like... 
one of the only full Dragon Ball Z episodes that I had downloaded. Oh, and I so, it. of course, I watched it and watched it and I watched it and I watched it. And what oh, an what episode a good one to, to have. have. Yeah. Yeah, right. And so, Doug, it's like you're saying, I made anime music videos from this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and it's because, you know, Windows Movie Maker and yes. <laughs> importing this. and It makes itself. This episode really just does. You yeah, just put it, it really. You can put a whole 30 minute yeah. song onto this thing and it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, and it's like right from the go, when it shows you what the last episode was, it was a last house Uchiyama poop yeah. fest. Yes. And then you come in and studio cockpit on only their second episode in the franchise. Really? Their first action episode of the franchise. Uh, the wow. first one was episode 174, the Tao Pai Pai one. Oh, oh, now that you mentioned it. to figure out like the metal puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but this was like their first like... Dragon Ball Z episode. It really has and a look to it too. Like it's very distinct. Like you could like, point this does. out because this they all they also they also do like the episode with the two Kamehamehas against each other, right? With Cell and Gohan, they do one of those because it looks yes, very they similar. Do, yeah, they mm. do the first of the Afterlife tournament episodes, so we get mm. to see them do Frieza and all the Ginyu Force. I used which to is great. love that before I even thought about yeah. oh who drew this, who drew this episode, whatever. I just remember loving those looks of those episodes. Also. So, Super Saiyan 2 and 3 Goku versus Kid Buu. That's another one that sticks in that's, my head. Of, me yeah, too. I think, I think that's the last one they did. Because, mm. yeah, I don't think they came mind. back GT. Yeah, it, and it's one of the things that sucks about Studio Cockpit is that this is the only series they're on. They're not mm. on the original Dragon Ball. They come in after halfway through Dragon Ball Z, and yeah. then they're gone. They never come yeah. back. That's yeah. why we, we cherish what we have with them. and it, it does really stand out, and it's beautiful. Exactly. So I would like to bring to attention uh, myself... Yes. From September 18th, 2004, oh, here on we the then Dizenshu EX forums. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, you I have wrote up notes, whole, receipts. <laughs> I, I wrote up like a whole kind of, uh, at the time, right? I was 16. So this was very <laughs> pedestrian of how I was going through talking about the different <laughs> Dragon Ball Z animators. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I, I was implying a sort of ranking of how I thought that they how good they were because sure the guy who is ebisawa i described as triangle crap and i may have coined that term right i'm not sure you that did (laughs) you might have i don't know i got you look at the receipts google triangle crap it could be there yes but i believe it uh so he was at the bottom right but at the Mm -hmm. top i had super amazingly detailed but not really toriyama and then parentheses i.e. when Cell destroys the ring against Goku, Super Gotenks versus Boo, Gohan, or sorry, Super Gotenks Boo versus Gohan, uh, PyCon, that's how I wrote it then, sure, and that's Goku okay. <laughs> versus Cell, Frieza, and Ginyu Force. So implying that this was my favorite then, and I'm yeah. proud to say that, God, how, how old am I? 18, 17, so, so many years later of how mm-hmm. old I am, uh, it's still my favorite art style in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I see that totally. <laughs> it's extremely it's, expressive yeah, it, it really think, is i think i'm on the same page without i never really thought about who my favorite one was i just know my, my least favorite was last house but i had never thought about my favorite this might be up there this is the only studio that when the episode ends and it's showing you the art from the next episode you look at a segasha episode and you go well that's a step down which is yeah. saying something because yeah. segasha is pretty good i like well, it yeah Shimanuki was good back then. Yeah. Hisada's faces are kind of small and too bubbly. I don't Hisada's too bubbly for me. Bubbly <laughs> muscles and Okay, well, different taste cuz I was like, "Oh, you know what? We're we're going to have another good-looking episode. It's not cockpit, but it's pretty good." So, uh, I'm just going to say it Masaki Sato is my favorite. But anyway, moving on. Uh 
uh, my notes here, which first one was last time uh, has some last house, which looks really bad when we just <laughs> yeah. suddenly switched to cockpit. I, I'm glad you latched onto that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of how we go because 120 which was mine the previous the next episode was last house so if you're watching it in like marathon order oh yeah yeesh. i love when it happens when so. it's this way when it's <laughs> last house and then a different studio instead of the other way around where it's a good studio then last house like oh crap. right last house is weird s- because they they kept pace during dragon ball Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it was just like a steep decline through Dragon Ball Z as Toriyama's art style went a different way and the mm, character yeah. designer went a different way. And then by the time we get to GT, you're just like, oh, God, let it yes, end. That's so bad. <laughs> and we got to the point where I actually took notice. Like I said, I'm not very perceptive, but I took notice like, oh, every three episodes, it's going to go back to Last House. So I knew, oh, good mm. episode, good episode, good episode. Oh, and then Last House. And it's just, it was, I was always dreading getting to that third episode or fourth episode. But uh, I was going to say, I, I love, I love doing these, uh, like little in-depth, like per episode type stuff. Cause it really makes me focus on the episode and like, just kind of, just kind of munch on that. Cause then I can really like look at the story. What story is trying to be told in this 20 minute episode? Like what's happening in this? And like, it really is about speed, how fast Goku and Cell are. And it's just showing you. It's not really. It's not really there to show you a great battle. It's just to to, to show the speed. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, my next note is the speed of this fight is insane in the best way possible. This is probably the best depiction of the speed of these fights in the series yes. to date. Like just quick punches flying at each other. Like yeah, we've seen As a before. Kid, you're just, the, you're just kind you know, of bin- you're binging it, and then you're just like seeing like the punch, 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 and you're like, okay, whatever, let's keep going. But when when you just focusing on this, you really appreciate the punch, punch, punch because it's just showing you how fast everyone is. Right. And that's juxtaposed with, you know, these characters seeing this fight. And then we have Mr. Satan and crew. And there's like, I don't, there's nothing happening. Where did these guys go? The cameraman can't track them. And then Roshi's back at his house being like, oh, what am I watching? (laughs) I'm going back to aerobics. There we go. (laughs) Well, it's great Uh, when Cell uh, blows up the the stage. Because it's also like he's just playing with Goku. Like, he could have just blown it up without saying anything. But he's like, hey. I think we should uh, spread out this battle a little bit. And then Goku uh, catches on and tells everyone, like, get away. Like, it's such a cool – Cell is such an awesome villain, I feel like. Like like a cool villain. You know what I mean? I, I love love that character. And as soon as he blows up the stage and, and they do a great job of showing um, that the whole world is their terrain now. Because the first thing Cell does is fire a bunch of key blasts at Goku that Goku has to evade and, like, dashes, like, two miles in the other direction to do. And then it comes back to the cameraman. Having it like they're telling the cameraman, go forward a little more, go forward, like it's gonna make a difference, go forward a little more, like showing you they have to move <laughs> to get more of the landscape. It's great. We, I think we're all pretty nostalgic about the dub and the dub experience, but yeah, you know, it, th- those performances are difficult to go back to. They're mm-hmm. just we're different people now and they were different people then, but dude, Damien Clark's cell was yes. great, still is great. Mm-hmm. It's I a performance so that stands the test of time. I mean, he was great in Kai, too, but, like, to go back to this, something from, like, Funimation in their darkest days, let's say, yeah. and Damien Clark is still this, like, bright spot in it, like, yeah, that was a I big hope- reason why I wanted to go back and rewatch it dubbed. I hold Damien Clark and Wakamoto on even grounds with those. Like, I love both their voices as Cell. It's great. Uh, I wanted to say to Doug, when you were talking about how much you like Cell as a villain, uh, I had said that... I never really thought about how perfect Cell is kind of Goku's perfect nemesis at this point here because they're both like trying to pursue strength and like they want to find somebody that they can really push their all. That's so they're true. kind of on 
they're kind of on the same level there. Other than you know, Cell is a callous asshole who will murder people. <laughs> but right, right. You know, granted, like Vegeta is of course a great rival and Piccolo, and I just I set that setting that aside. The most selfish parts of Goku definitely made it through this uh, right science that experiment. Same part of Cell. him bled through to Cell. Exactly. Yeah. Man, yeah. And there's one shot in this episode, like one shot specifically, that I don't think looks like Studio Cockpit. Like, it, it's of Cell as he's talking to Goku where they're in the sky. And it just, like, it looks oh, yeah. perfect. Like, it comes back to Goku and then not so much, but then it's that one shot of Cell. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about. Kind of halfway yeah, through. Yeah, it's I like a per- perfect, like, that's a profile picture. Put it on Tinder, Cell. You get all the matches. And <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. It looks like a, a marketing shot that yes. they would yeah. use on print. Yeah. Yes. It's tilted to the side uh, a little bit. It's not just a forward shot. He's, his head's tilted a little. Oh, the sky. Mm-hmm. He's in the sky, so it's tilted. Yeah, fantastic. There was there was a little part in to break up the action of this episode that I thought was I liked, and I forget like these tiny little things happen, which is Dende standing on the lookout with the stick and like looking down, and Popo points out like Kami used to stand there and, and watch over things too, and I'm like, yeah, ah, that's super cute. Dende's you know coming into this role and just like naturally yeah. doing things that have happened before and then popo is talking through like okay i know you're far away but like here's how you're gonna sense these things out yeah like, oh, i man, love that popo is such a supportive a cool nudge. dude <laughs> and just the i love visual the way popo- of showing oh no go ahead yeah i love the way popo's like he he relates it for the audience in like terms that we can understand he's like it's like separating quiet sounds yeah and like oh yeah. my god <laughs> it's so he's good. teaching a kid and us you know like putting in <laughs> in a way we can understand. I love the visual representation of the staff, too, because it's it's humongous. They, they do it on purpose. Yeah. They make it look humongous to him just to know he has big shoes to fill, but he's still mm-hmm. there. Like, just, it's those little things. Like, you guys did good here. Like, just to fill yeah. the, the, the time here. Like, I was going to use well that, done. like, what Dende says, like, as a tagline. I think the last thing he says before it cuts away is, like, Goku's fighting. It's an incredible battle. And then it cuts off. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the tagline for this episode, basically. <laughs> There's a, a couple parts where they use some bank shots that they make for this so they like they reuse a couple shots but the mm-hmm. way they reuse the shot is it happens and then it goes into something else that they haven't done yet like yeah, yeah. like so it doesn't cell, feel too repeated um, turning as it goes forward yeah and so it's like those those are there and i recognize them i really caught on to them tonight versus so second time through mm, catching on to right. that and it's god it's just such a masterful so episode that yeah you know it doesn't feel lazy I, it feels efficient it's there's a great tweet from Herms when he was going through and rewatching the whole series and going back over little tidbits and everything. And he said, this mm-hmm. episode is the way that you remember all of Dragon Ball Z being. Yes. Yep. yep. Definitely. A thousand percent. It's never been so cool uh, to see just like a, a, a punch and a miss because it's because of teleportation, like a chung, 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 like all that just looks so satisfying. I could see that mm-hmm. all day. Yeah, that's the word for this episode, satisfying. Every punch, mm-hmm. every like landing, yes. every time they change the, the frame timing to slow down. Mm-hmm. There's so much slow-mo in this episode. Yeah. It's, Dude, God, Goku kneeing Cell in the belly, like in like getting a good meat of him, like, oh, yeah. it's so mm-hmm. good. And well, just like Goku and like part- tra- traversing through through the through the through the um the the cell game stadium. Like he's like with using his hands like to like push off of it and like teleport away. Yeah, like, yeah. Those are such cool shots. And the part when he jumps up into the air to start charging is Kamehameha, and he flies up there, and then they, like, tilt the background. The background's, like, rotating around him. It's like, oh. It's, yeah. All the, like, yeah, just it's a very superhero shot. All these tiny little touches. Yeah. I'd go uh, on all great. day about how much I love it. <laughs> right. Uh, 
another moment like that I forget is, you know, when Cell does blow up the arena and everybody needs to get away, obviously, we got chumps like Satan and crew that are like not going to pick up on this or like what's actually going to happen. <clears throat> and 16 comes in and saves all these normies. And it's like, oh, what a good guy. Like, you realize yeah. these are human lives and I should save them. They're yeah. not Goku, who I want to murder. But like, he <laughs> just for the cementing, he just has one track mind. <laughs> but it's so he's great. Kind of 16 upset. is he's like, like you need to leave yeah 16 is like go home you're useless here which is such iro- irony when it's like oh no satan at least can throw my head to, to go on when the time comes it's because <laughs> it of satan. had been a while since i heard 16 in japanese <laughs> and oh. to me that voice is the the specifically the kai performance that's what like the kai dub oh, yeah? performance is what's in my yeah. mind mm. and so hearing him in japanese is like whoa whoa why are you talking so normally shock. <laughs> why are yeah, you, you just sound a like a normal dude. guy <laughs> yeah i'm trying to remember who voices 16 is it uh, in the dub is it the same guy in z as it is kai or is i think it... it's the same he's just doing doing more of a talking like this Okay. Yeah. Robot. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, but so I watched it dubbed yesterday. And have you guys ever done the thing where you watch something dubbed, but you turn the Japanese subtitles on? Oh, yeah. Yes. For yeah. Sure. yeah. There is like you really don't understand how much extra dialogue Funimation <laughs> threw in there <laughs> until you watch yep. a dubbed episode of Dragon Ball Z with the Japanese subtitles on. Because and it's notice like, there's no there's no subtitles happening while the Japanese yeah. uh, English cast is talking. Yeah, it's so funny. Every time yeah. they cut away in from the, some to someone else, there's always someone talking off camera. That's that's the thing they do. Yeah, in Japanese, in the previous episode recap, it takes like a minute before Joji Yanami starts talking. Mm-hmm. But then Kyle Bear is like right away. Well, last time on Dragon yeah. Ball Z. Yeah, and it's. I mean, that was the thing for back then was the thought that. If there isn't somebody talking and something happening, children will tune out and change the channel and do something else. <laughs> I think over time, you know, through a bunch of shows trying different things that have kind of proved that, like, American audiences, young boys, uh, they don't have that problem with uh, attention span. And they can't, like, if it's something that's engaging, even if nobody's talking, like, yeah, I still want to watch it. Or we, this, no, this might the, be the a subject span. for... Yeah, this might be <laughs> another subject for another... I think the attention span is still short, but, like, I think I kids in know. Japan tr- trust the the source. Like, no, we like this show, so let, I'm gonna keep watching, even though there is silence. Whereas the American company didn't trust that. I don't know if you guys remember this, but around the time I think it was a couple years younger than we were, there was like a big like ADD ADHD scare. Oh yeah, and it was like mm. all of a sudden they were like giving Ridlin all these kids that maybe didn't quite need it, and so maybe right. that factors into how they were dubbing Dragon Ball Z. They're like, well, these kids are all jacked up on Ridlin. <laughs> <laughs> Got to do something. That, that's yeah. a subject for another episode or maybe a whole other podcast. <laughs> a whole other podcast entirely. But yeah, no, Dragon Ball yeah. Z is very much Funimation's experiment baby. And they, they found, oh, this works. Let's keep doing it. So that's, I'm, I assume that's how it worked. But yeah. I have a jab against audiences. Speaking of like doing things like that for, for that, which was in the show, everybody is pissed that their TV isn't working right, that they can't see this fight. <laughs> I said, is this a reference to normies when they see 90s anime and 4x3 on their 16x9 TVs? Because, <laughs> I mean, Dragon Ball's had a troubled past and other things of like, well, let's just crop it to 16x9 because that's what everybody wants is to fill their widescreen TVs now and don't understand that that's not the shape of things when we produced stuff in the 90s and beforehand. People still don't understand in my- that. In my heart of hearts, I don't think these people exist. <laughs> I think they're someone we've just invented. 
I <laughs> don't know. I'm trying to remember. You'd be surprised, dude. Was this a story I heard or was this a memory I have of being in a Best Buy and seeing somebody bring in a copy of uh, one of the Dragon Boxes? This would have been 2009, 2010. And complaining at like re- at the return counter, like it just plays in Japanese, and I don't. I wanted in English. I wanted to watch the show in English. It's like, <laughs> yeah, because it defaults to Japanese. But like, have you never done anything other than hit play movie on a DVD before? <laughs> like, go to setup, go to length. Like, it's right there, man. Um, but I mean, it is surprising how many people out there exist that just don't don't grasp the concept of that is they're just stupid that's there's a lot of surprise checking the back of the box you know if you're like people that are stupid yeah it's like on the box it says like yeah here's the languages that are available like english is there then you poke around stupid might be a little harsh ignorant ignorant sounds bad but it's not really a bad word it's just something you don't understand something or you're just not privy to the fact it's it's just that i've been ignorant plenty of times in my life i before i researched i thought it was like oh i don't want to why would i would not want my pokemon show to go all the way or like no i was on the game boy uh advance you know you could like hit the l button and it'd go oh. from like the actual aspect ratio to the wide aspect ratio the game boy advance i was like why mm-hmm. wouldn't i want it filling up the whole screen then you realize oh it's, it stretches doesn't look good for shows for games doesn't really matter that much but at that time but yeah it's we're all ignorant at some point until we learn it. Some people just choose not to learn. Mm. Jumping back to actually talking about the show, like I brought up before. <laughs> well, I mean, this is just a little tangent, Ken. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I brought it before that I'm watching Dragon Ball Super, and that was made in 2015. And this show, obviously, yeah, like made ago, before yeah. that. This is 93. <laughs> and it's so nice to hear Joji Yanami's Kayo being so lively and mm. animated. Mm. And like, man, it bums me out. The time comes for us all. I mean, he did, re- he, you know, yeah. he didn't leave the show because he passed away. He, had, you know, didn't, you know, feel good to do the show anymore. But, you know, he, he did pass a couple of years ago, which is super sad. But I don't know. Just going back and forth, watching them simultaneously, like, oh, man, I, I miss when people were oh. young. And alive. Yeah, I mean, hearing him, hearing uh, Satan, hearing Roshi, yeah, you know, all of these these actors who've passed, yeah, right. Oh my god, I think Satan it just stuck to me for Yanami. Huge in these episodes. Yeah, in this episode, he's he's like compared to the 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 uh, what is it, Jimmy Firecracker, and uh, no, no, that's that's the <laughs> tournament stage. This just like this just the audio guy. What's his name in the thing? Is it Jimmy I thought Firecracker? Just CTV announcer in, he, in uh, Japanese. Yeah, yeah. There, that's that's a that's dumb a, fabrication. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But you know what I'm talking about, and then and then the pizza, the girl, the woman, like they're so mm-hmm. tiny compared to this like monster of Mr. Satan. Then cut to the Boo Saga, where Satan is just like this tiny little frail regular man. Now he's it's a joke so character. He's drawn like a joke character. It's so great how it switches like that. I also I had a note here that was something that I believe Kaio says while he's watching this fight and says, "If Cell is a monster, then Son Goku is also a monster." Just right. like from Love the that fight line. and like how and I'm like, yeah, damn. <laughs> Like, you trained him, man. You made him into this. You could I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I guess a more propos word is beast. Like, what a beast. If Cell is a mm. crazy beast, then so is Goku. Hmm. Oh, dude, you're, you're about to spawn, like, a whole bunch of theory videos about Gohan beast. And how that ties <laughs> back into this. And... Goku watched that fight. He's like, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> so... Now we're moving into the, the the big stuff happening of Goku, like Ken had explained before, flying up into the air and starts charging uh, a super Kamehameha and Cell being like, ah, what is he doing? Like, what is he doing? He's he shooting the earth. There's no way he'd do that. And Kudan <laughs> being the same, like, I don't know what he's doing because he would hit the earth. 
<laughs> just back to sell of like, uh oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> this guy's actually gonna do it. Um Shimata. <laughs> and of course he uses his instantaneous movement to zap down right next to him and and blast his top off which is is great and i have a note here that for goku using instantaneous movement without putting his hands to his forehead to to move would it be nice if we had seen him do it without that before or would it have ruined the surprise no i really love this because it really brings everything back it's kind of a a, a genius way to remind us that he has that move in his arsenal for when he uses it to teleport cell away uh before he explodes mm-hmm. um because it is a move he doesn't really use too much he i remember him using it when he first introduces it when he comes with trunks uh not really just to he get from, it to go get dende and yeah stuff just to like get that, from place but... to place but it's just like a little reminder that he has that move so that it doesn't come too much out of left field when he uses it 10 episodes later it's and just just mm-hmm. the fact that he doesn't have to use his fingers to do that it's just he just does that when the energy is locating as far away it's more like this is the finger is not a necessity. It's more like it helps him sense. personally concentrate. So then, like it, it's so because Cell is just right below him. You can see him. He doesn't need to concentrate too hard. It's just like I need to go there to hit that to that energy to that beast. It's genius. <laughs> that makes sense. There are later times in the super manga where teleportation is just being used mid fight, and yeah, there's no fingers That's, on the forehead or anything. No, but I think he does. I think he doesn't do it, like, to Beerus. I think he doesn't. And I, I said before, like, in a review, I didn't like that. I'm like, no, he doesn't need to. That's just, that. that is just to signify to us as the viewer that he's using a instantaneous movement as opposed to just being really fast. But mm. I could do well, without I was, it. I was talking about, about granola stuff. <laughs> oh, <laughs> stuff yeah, we yeah. haven't gotten to yeah, yet, sure. dog. Same. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I assume you guys think instantaneous movement Kamehameha is pretty hype shit i would oh yeah dude yeah 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 i'm always got i always got that equipped when i'm playing budokai 3 yeah (laughs) it's so satisfying it super is i yeah it's such a great move and a a good thought to like combine these two things yeah surprise your opponent makes goku like really seem like a competent person you know like he he is a genius fighter in that aspect he knows what to he knows how to combine yeah i don't know just seeing cell just like about to be like god damn it (laughs) like it's about to blast him (laughs) shit so great and totally destroyed that nucleus in his head yeah that important. nucleus that's only in his head that's yeah, yeah. not because the japanese cell, point to their head as meaning their entire body cell is a notoriously unreliable narrator and if we ever do a <laughs> cell character breakdown we can talk about how cell has no idea how his body works <laughs> he didn't come um, with an instruction manual yeah, he's no, just a teenager at heart actually yeah. how old is he he might be a teenager i don't know he was there for a few years as a uh as a larva insect there's a larva, and then who knows how long he was looking for 17 and 18 in the future. Somebody does. I don't, but that's me. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have an instruction manual. Who knows? Does he even really need 17 and 18? Did he just be like, I want to eat some teenagers? <laughs> I don't know. And it just works out. I just needed a brother-sister duo. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great episode. And I had one other note here. Wait, there's a goddess of victory in Dragon Ball? Where is she in the hierarchy? Oh, you did catch Kaioshins that, yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> so my intro was not completely <laughs> washed over you. You got exactly what I was going for. Great. <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> as soon as I read that, it's like, because I think the next line is just, the subtitles are just like, or is she? And I'm like, yeah. wait, wait, what, are, what, what is they referring to? <laughs> yeah. I had to rewind it a bit. Like, oh, the goddess of victory. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's good. Ken, I think you picked a great go-to episode. And I think this enters my rotation. This is not my favorite. This doesn't contain any of my favorite moments mm-hmm. in the series, but just as a whole of what an episode of Dragon Ball Z could and should be, 
this is my favorite episode of the series. Nice. Yeah, I think that's why I like the Raccoon Vegeta fight as well. Like it just it just looks so dang pretty and it's just so full of life. It's what you think of when you think of Dragon Ball Z fights. It's awesome. It's true. It's so good. I don't think I have anything to say of like what I disliked about it, other than I guess, you know, like Ken had pointed or that Doug had pointed out that there are long shots of like just looking at the ZTV logo on the building, like yeah, we, we gotta it. fill some time. Go I guess, in the building and show the people talking. Yeah, it's just a little. Yeah, it it breaks it up a little too much. Where you just want to like get back to the action because it's so beautiful. That's <laughs> the beauty of the DVD, though. You just watch the next episode. <laughs> just keep going or fast forward. Man, that one something about that one uh, scene of Goku like kind of Sonic the Hedgehogging towards Cell and like go, kind of going towards the camera, but also going towards Cell. Like it, that, that's mm. I don't know what he's doing there. But it looks amazing. Just spinning. And I will use it He's for every AMV I come. ever do from the end of time. <laughs> it's so great. They got to make a figure of that. <laughs> uh, he had to work it in an episode somewhere, people. Just let him let him have this thing about <laughs> figures. Uh, anything else you want to say about it before we, we take a little break? No, I mean, Studio Cockpit is the best for the whole series. Love it. Awesome. Well, then we are going to take a quick break and we're going to come back with your guys' thoughts on this episode and your go-to episodes. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back, and we are going to hear what you guys had to say about your favorite go-to episode or this episode in general. Ken, did you get one out of, out of your quote tweet? Because you gotta you got to take the, the attention somewhere else. Can't be the real tweet. It's got to be all about you. Well, we got Scott <laughs> Way to Thunder Power. <laughs> like that, Randy. Jesus. No defense. Go for it. Is this the episode with near-perfect animation heart eyes emoji? Because I know the episodes in this fight vary in quality. But yes, it is. And heart eyes emoji, indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Well worth the heart eyes, because it's great. Uh, Doug, why don't you take this one from Jake Pay? Jake Pay says, my favorite episode is when Gohan turns into a great ape for the first time. It's the first episode I remember ever seeing, and then Piccolo blows up the moon. So, a fun time. <laughs> yeah. What a way was, to start. Is that, is that the episode? That wasn't filler, right? When is the one where he finds Goku's space pod that is showing a picture of a moon oh that's, that's not even real so that's that, not even the same episode he's talking about that's not the same episode it's later on in the same arc right it's completely filler happens. yeah 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 i get that but i i really feel being like uh, having nostalgic for like the first episode you ever saw i, I think mm. mine is the episode where bulma and the crew are in space and they run into like a, a bandit of children <laughs> that are running their own spaceship it's really weird so <laughs> i'm always nostalgic for that picking one your first one where somebody blows up the moon it's a pretty good choice. That's like, good time to jump one. in. Like, wow, what context is there? <laughs> yeah. People turn into monkeys. Guys are blowing up the moon. What is this show? <laughs> My kind of show. <laughs> I'll take this one from Bata Og uh, at Genryusei Rider. Probably one of the main episodes I remember watching, just to check out how it differed from the manga, which was my primary material for Dragon Ball back in 2009-2010. I remember being impressed at the animation for what it was and loving the Kikuchi score. Yeah, man. Kikuchi yeah, sort of that. A lot of music from movie six in this episode. Oh, gosh, <laughs> that bad what movie. A great, what a great reference to a great movie. <laughs> what? Whatever. I do remember. Yeah, we didn't talk about the music at all. The music, music was great. That like beginning shot after as we're fighting, like like oh, love that tune. Every time I hear it, it is. I did discover 
that when I watch this episode dubbed, I don't like the dub set to Kikuchi. I would it's weird. Think it's weird. It's, yeah, it's, there's a weird energy difference between them where it's like... Yeah. It's, it, I don't think they dubbed this knowing what Falconer was going to produce, so it's just kind of like, I, I don't yeah. know. It, it just could now, just be nostalgia for us that we just don't... That doesn't match. It just that's why it just feels weird. Probably not bad. It just feels weird to us. Kikuchi is like beyond and above Falconer. I would never even put the same two in the same. Not, one is creating music, and the other <laughs> one's just like, you know. <laughs> but some that fits the dub, right? Right, <laughs> so. really does. But again, I don't know if that's just our nostalgia talking, where it's just like, no, yeah, that's that goes with that, so it feels right, even though we don't think it's good. Absolutely. It just it feels right. Yeah, man. It it really sets the tone for the show going with the the kikuchi score anyway that's how i feel uh ken you've got this one from scott scott again scott's back at thunder power too many choices but when kid goku shows up to save tien from drum (laughs) and starts the king piccolo fight in episode 119 and then he posts that like super badass picture where it's just like it's almost adult goku in kid goku's body yeah (laughs) Like you, you squaring off against Piccolo, matureness of them. They, ha- they have a figure of that. It's the history box figure line that um, <laughs> came out just a few months ago. I got to get that. People familiar with this shot of Goku will know that in the manga they forgot to draw, or they Toriyama he. forgot to draw ten Shinhan's feet, <laughs> and so it's uh, they drew that. In oh, the really? End. I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Let me know That's if I'm great. wrong. Bust, busted out roast That's can fun trivia. Yeah, and then I'll take <laughs> this one from Jacob Sawyer. Uh, says, my favorite is episode 31 of Z. It's the moment when I knew I loved the show. Especially this part. Always gives me chills. I love this fight. And then it's a screenshot of Goku doing the Kaioken times four Kamehameha against Vegeta when he's on Earth for that first time. Man. Yeah, yeah I taped that one because uh, I was gone at church that day. <laughs> and then I yeah. came oh, back really? and I'm like, oh, dude. <laughs> Randy, this don't get me church. started on church and the Saiyan saga, okay? Because... <laughs> We want to talk about why maybe I am the way I am today is because I missed a bunch of important Goku vs. Vegeta episodes because I was at vacation Bible <gasps> no school. Way. Oh. See, so. I was at confirmation because that was on Wednesdays. So this episode, I think, aired on a Wednesday. So I was like, I taped it. And man, I came home. I watched that episode like multiple times in a row because it Dang. kicked so much ass. Dragon Ball That's Z great. and church don't mix. They don't. Don't go to church and watch <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. Oh, Not that they're just man. super saying God, maybe, but you know, there's an argument to be made there. So we don't have trivia this episode, except for Ken I claims yes. to have an episode or a, a piece of trivia for us. So, which studio cockpit key animator from this episode also worked on the? And when I say Broly movie, I mean Super. Mm-hmm. And which cut is it presumed that they produced? Oh. Doug, do you want to take a stab no, at which No, I just remember somebody saying those words that Ken said, but nothing after that. <laughs> like, I remember, like, oh, this this artist might have been this artist. I don't know. I don't know if they're referring to this artist, though. That's that's great. I don't know what the screenshot I, is, though. I will say my guess for the animator is Masaaki Iwane being in Dragon Ball Super Broly. Well, maybe they were, but I'm talking about Yoshihiko Umakoshi. <laughs> okay, sorry. Well, I was just given a guess. And you can just tell me you're wrong, Randy. That's also <laughs> you fun. might be right. I, I just kind of like got this one stopped there. So I, <laughs> you didn't do the teacher like, oh, almost, but not not really. And then actual answer, like, no, hey, yeah, close. Uh, but it's believed that Umakoshi did that sick, like as Gogeta like squares into place, then he's prepping that Kamehameha and firing it off against mm, Broly. Oh, that is a studio yeah. cockpit contribution. Tour. That does have I don't the think same Umakoshi vibe did, to it. I don't think Umakoshi did very much stuff with Cockpit when I was looking at the Konzenshu anim, 
uh, animation gotcha, guide. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, a few episodes. It hmm. does look similar now uh, that you Umikoshi's, it. Umikoshi is also the character designer for the My Hero Academia anime. Fun fact. Right. Oh. I was going to say, that's what I thought. I was like, I thought that was a My Hero dude. But like, oh, okay, same person. Gotcha. Unless this is I like know. a Kenji Yamamoto where one was a plagiarist and the other one did the Super Metroid soundtrack. <laughs> you know, I don't know. There's also like two different famous Koji Kondos. One of them who did, you know, Mario and, and Star Fox music. and The other one's a war criminal. <laughs> uh, I have another bit here. It's not trivia, but it's from our Spotify Interact thing, and I'm going to throw this out here. So I said the last episode, and I'm going to bring it up again. When we put these episodes out, if you're listening on Spotify, there is an Interact thing you can do where there is a question, and then there's also a poll that you can answer for the episodes which I think is pretty fun. And our poll from last episode, which was our AF episode, I asked, would you read more AF if Toybull Toyotaro came out with more? And there were three options. More, more, or if I'm in the mood, or no thanks. And 80% of people said more. They would read more. So Yeah, that's my people <laughs> right there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Doug, you're in... The minority I think there, you ask okay, that, any Dragon Ball fan if they want more of anything, and they'll say yes. So it's not. Some people said they didn't. Well, they're like, yeah, I'm in the mood. Well, so Doug, well but then, then it'll six. come. Then it'll come out, and they'll still watch it. So I'm the same. Like, hey, give me more <laughs> A and B material, please. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, we've got a special little thing here, an update about Doug and his life and the the, the crazy turns. I do. That we do have, have taken place. We do. Doug, oh, you read chapter one of Dragon Ball Super the manga. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I finally did it. I finally you know did. who this Beerus guy is. <laughs> so what are your thoughts? You took three weeks maybe to read I love, 16 or so Yeah, a long time. Yeah. I love the whole, like, what does it say? Like, the alien dude's like, oh, that's, it's soup decision. And Beerus like, soup decision. Oh, no, soup decision god or whatever. Yeah, whatever. But he, he makes the two connections Beerus does. Like, oh, yeah, there was something mm-hmm. called Super Saiyan God that I'm remembering. Like, I thought that was really nice. It's a lot more uh, believable <laughs> than in the in the anime, I think. It's a different way. I think somebody just out, mm. like a freaking, uh, the fishbowl tells him about it or something. Right. I well, he has that, it that all dream, wrong. that premonition. It's all a fever dream for me as well. So, I don't know. <laughs> right. Well, it's your it's, third it's time fun. experiencing it's, that whole thing. Because there was the movie, then there was the super anime, and then... It manga. is, and I did I did read this chap this chapter when it first came out. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. when it first came out, so I, it's it's not that foreign to me. But yeah, it's it's it it's something. You so long, <laughs> I just it doesn't grab me. It just uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. What if it just we, doesn't grab me? What if we what if we fast forward to the first chapter of Moro? Would that help? <laughs> like, would you be down for that? Is would that, that right exciting? after the Termina Power or whatever? Is that? It's right after Broly. Yeah. Yeah, let's try that. Maybe <laughs> new Dude, material. Uh, what I, I know you I'm offered that sure before. I said this. <laughs> uh, you hundred percent did, and I'm like, no, I want to read it from the beginning. And then that turned out to be like, oh, this is a slog yeah. for me right now because it's all stuff I basically yeah. know. It is. Right, I, I yeah. would love to We're, go back eventually sometime more. and see like the different things, but it, it'll be nice to just see a new story without being tied to the anime. So yeah. Do you I still- think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna show you some select favorite pages from the manga. Oh, and then we'll back. work up through there. Gotcha. No, yeah, because yeah, there's like a fair. whole great bit with Roshi during the Tournament of Power. And oh, okay. Fighting Jiren. <laughs> Think oh, about that. God. Dog. Roshi fighting Jiren. God, that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to see that. <laughs> He's a master like for that. a reason. 
Yeah, I like that approach. Show him some highlights, but let's just zip along to new stuff so that way it's a bit more engaging. And then if Doug likes it and he needs more, he's got, you know, a few volumes he can go back through. Right, right. He's got a tablet to read. (sighs) He's got his mom who's got a a dragon's horde, a super manga back there i do believe it was like only three or four volumes it is. <laughs> I, stopped, went back to check. I stopped collecting that. <laughs> well, well, i got to like volume five and i'm like yeah i'll get them when i get them <laughs> still nine we'll bucks on amazon more. so I, I, it's not i'm not pressured to buy it right now yet i might nah. just go ahead and buy them all now that they're in a, in a bundle maybe there I don't know, go. man. That was a Super, quick swing, sure. Doug. <laughs> Just let him talk him through his, I'm his very, process. You'll get there. <laughs> That's how I am. <laughs> this is super therapy, Doug. I'm very easily <laughs> convinced. <laughs> to read super? Oh, my God. Well, Got a clockwork orange. You want to strap me down so I can read it. Ooh. That's kinky. Thanks for listening. We love interacting with you and keeping you in the conversation and talking about our favorite franchise in the world. Continue to harass Doug to read Dragon Ball Super, even though it's actually happening. Just like, I don't know, be encouraging. Be like, hey, man, <laughs> it still feels good like job. I'm glad you read be. a chapter. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, you can tweet at us uh, at We Got a Pod. You can email us at We Got a Pod at gmail.com. Thank you to Rifty Beats for letting us use this track, Kakarot Theme Hip Hop Trap Remix. You can find that track and other great music by Rifty on his SoundCloud. We also want to give a shout out to our sponsors. Ken, where can the good people find you? Uh, I'm not going anywhere. Same place. Listen to the last the last episode, mm-hmm. and I'm in the same place as, as then. <laughs> Why are you going to wow. make things harder for people? So enticing. <laughs> That's the this is a new. This could have been someone's first episode. <laughs> This could have been someone's first episode, Ken. And yeah, they don't know well, where they to find They made you. it this far. The shtick's not going to change. <laughs> you can find Ken okay. at Detective X on Twitter. Randy, where can the people find you? <laughs> you can find me at Saber underscore Breaker. And you can also check out my other podcast, Revolutionary Podcast Utena, where I show somebody else the anime Revolutionary Girl Utena for the first time. It's short. It's 14 episodes. Give it a listen. It's uh, it's good stuff. Doug, where do people find you? You can find Doug at your Baz Doug. He makes the funnies. If you liked our little show, please go ahead and subscribe. And if you really want to help us out even more, write a review and tell your fellow Dragon Ball fans about us. We'll catch you next time. Later. Shut up, <laughs> That was my Shenlong. <laughs> <laughs>